it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. Right, I'm going to tell you up front, listeners, that this is going to be real LinkedIn geek out, nerdy, fabulous, digging into what the heck LinkedIn is all about. Now, if you want to tune out and say, I couldn't give a stuff about LinkedIn, um, then that's fine. I'm not going to force you to listen to this. However, if you've got a certain image of LinkedIn, it might be worth you sticking around because you might have your views slightly altered by the end of this. So that's just setting it up a bit. But what I've got... To, for you today as a treat because I've got uh, somebody who calls herself LinkedIn Smarty Pants, which I think is just genius, and it's Jessica Jones. Hi, Jessica. Hi there. How are you? Thanks for having me on today. Uh, it's a great pleasure. And Jessica's, I'm in Bournemouth, and Jessica is in the Isle of Man, where I have never been, which is bad, isn't it? Well, should, it's I lovely should. up here. Yeah, lovely, it, it's, it's a lovely place to come, but um, bring really warm clothes. And, um, <laughs> yes, from sunny Bournemouth, I, I yeah. would have to acclimatise. Um, but it's fascinating. We were just talking about everything that's going on at the moment on the Isle of Man and everything. But let's just leave all that behind and let's get into LinkedIn. But let's first of all, Jessica... You didn't just wake up one morning and think, I'm going to be a LinkedIn smarty pants, did you? So how did this evolve? Um, yes, well, I worked for, um, as an education, um, further education lecturer for about 14 years on the Isle of Man in a further education college. So I was teaching um, 16 up to 80-year-olds. It could be any age. So taught in the classroom and um, taught out in... Uh, the workplace doing MVQ assessment and uh, verification and I did that for quite a long time had a bit of a stressful time with it and so I started to look for new things to do and I volunteered for uh, a marketing committee there and then I discovered LinkedIn and I just couldn't believe how powerful it was and also how underused it was as well and um, quite a lot in my local area, uh, which is in the Isle of Man, um, and in the UK and further afield. Uh, it's such a, a powerful thing for people to engage on. It's such an opportunity for people um, to get their message out and to use it, especially for business, um, you know, as well as other reasons as well, like charity, uh, just talking about your life, anything that you want to talk about. So that kind of spurred me on then. Uh, to start my own business mm. yeah so you have a natural enthusiasm for it because you discovered it and uh, yeah sort of un unveiled it as something way more and this is the thing there will be I wasn't joking when I made that introduction because there will be people out there who have a certain image of LinkedIn did, did it did it change a few years back or is it just that people have changed 
when I started using it, so that's quite a few years ago now, well, I think it was about eight or nine years ago that I first started looking at it. And the, what I could see in my feed when I logged on was really very different to what someone else would see now. Um, and that came up the other day on a post. Um, someone posted about how their LinkedIn feed was really boring. What's going on? There's no conversations. It's all adverts or it's just dry articles. And I had about 10 scrolls through my feed. And what I saw was completely different to what she was seeing in hers. So I see LinkedIn as a bit like a matrix. So one person can see it very different to someone else. And within the scrolls that I had, I could see um, children pushing upright dogs around in trolleys in a supermarket. That's smiling. Um, different posts, videos, people talking to each other, shared articles. Um, only about two ads, I think, I saw. And it was, as someone says on LinkedIn, and I can't think who it is at the moment, it's like 24-hour happy hour. There's so many different conversations that sometimes I can get overwhelmed as to which one I want to join in on. So back to when I first started on LinkedIn, I looked at the news feed um, when I logged in and it was very boring. All I could see were um, people who were sharing articles from entrepreneur.com or someone who wanted to promote something and it was a purely you know, a self-promotional post. And it started sort of looking around and I saw some influencers out in the States and in Canada. And one was uh, Michaela Alexis, and she's very famous now. She's um, quite a big influence on the platform. And she started to use the platform in a different way than what others were. She was posting selfies. She was looking for work. She was being herself. She was doing um, not video back then but it was um, pictures of her and, and just general updates as to what she was doing and it was like a blog sort of thing so uh, I remember watching that and thinking that there's more to this and although I'm in the Isle of Man which is a very small island in between Ireland and England if no one else knows it there's there's potential here for the platform to be used in such a different way um, and I saw lots of other uh, influencers in, in the UK and America using it um, very differently and having fun and relaxing and promoting themselves in a better way than just posting, you know, an advertisement, you know, having mm. conversations. So that's when I thought, right, I need to help other people, you know, use, the, use LinkedIn for, for what they they want to shout about, really. Yeah, because the, because the thing is that unless you get to, it's like anything in life, isn't it? Unless you, unless you uncover the detail-y bits of, oh, well, maybe if I do that, then that will happen. And of course, I didn't realize I could do that on LinkedIn. So it's not an instant thing. So you do, you do need... You need, you need to learn LinkedIn. It's not, you know, that's true to say, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, when I first started out, I I gave up about three times, um, maybe even more. And I remember that feeling of being completely lost on a huge platform. I 
I could see the potential as I just explained, you know, I saw some people using it in a different way. Uh, I could see how, how they were doing it. I couldn't quite grasp what was going on. How did they get that engagement? How did they write that way? How did they show themselves, you know, in, in that way? And I was just watching and listening and I got invited to join a couple of groups um, from um, just different people throughout the world. There was some in Australia, there was some in America, some in Canada, some in the UK, some in Europe. And that's when I really started uh, to learn in a better way. So I just kept trying, uh, kept on posting, trying to be myself and watching and seeing how other people were using it. And then I spent um, probably about eight, eight hours some days just using the platform to see how it works and how you can build your connections, build a network, build a community. And then it just went from there. Yeah. And, so yeah. You, you, I mean, so, and this is idea. This is how, this is how all people who are helping other people do something, the best ones are the people who have done that exact journey themselves. Otherwise, you know, otherwise it is sort of just theory and um, a list of, you know, uh, that they've got off somewhere else. So I'm not, I'm not saying people would do that, but it is, it is the best way is to learn from somebody who's absolutely walked that walk themselves, which is exactly what you've done. So, so number one is, I guess, interestingly, just unpacking all that lovely stuff you've shared. Um, some people might have reacted and I do get this. They might have said, oh, for God's sake, LinkedIn is like business. And this comes up over and over again on LinkedIn. It's not Facebook. It's not Facebook. So when you were saying things about posting, you know, pictures of yourself and what you're doing, I, I, can, I can almost hear people's sort of things saying, yeah, but it's not Facebook. So it, it, just explore that a moment because there is a – well, number one is what is I don't you know what is Facebook? So I mean, it's, it's like kind of uh, everybody's kind of put a label on everything, and I don't think it's as clear cut as that anyway, is it? No, I think yeah, Facebook is obviously used a lot for business and a lot for personal use, and LinkedIn initially used for finding jobs and for um, posting articles, which you know, usually from accounting, management, legal, um, HR, those those kind of jobs. And I think it it isn't good for people to hide behind that. I think it's another way for people possibly to hide um, and not show themselves. So people say to me, oh, well, that is a place where you upload your CV and it's a place you go to when you want to find a job. So they don't see the opportunity to um, collaborate with people, to engage with people in a human way. I think people buy from people. Um, and I see that over on Facebook as well. When you look at Facebook pages and things like that, um, people who have businesses, they post about the, what they're selling or their services and they don't show the person behind the business so they come to me and say, well, what's going on? What, why am I not getting any engagement? Why am I not getting any uh, contact from people? So I think it can be obviously the same, you know, on LinkedIn. If you have a company page and you're, you're posting information about your products, 
but you're not showing yourself and you're not showing you know your human side then you're missing such a big opportunity uh, and to to get yourself out there and and be real and to be human it's it's like even with if you take it offline it's comparing it to uh, i've been to all sorts of networking events but there are certain certain sort of regular community setups where you go and there isn't a sense that you're there just to exchange business cards and tell people what you do. You actually, what you're doing is just sharing stories about what's happened during your week, what's on something fascinating you heard on thing and da, 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 da. And they say, Oh, I didn't know you did that. Or, you know, and, and it's those people who will at some point either be telling somebody else about you or realize they need what you do or whatever and they'll just remember you because you're a human being that they now as you say people people mm. buy from people so putting this putting this forced division in between business and human people is just it, it's i don't think it's that helpful so right so people okay so if we can get people over the the kind of um myths of what linkedin isn't is and isn't then of course they're still going to have various barriers aren't they because they're going to think oh but i if i put myself out there i'm going to get trolls i'm going to get horrible people commenting or people are going to not think i'm professional or i don't know do you get these sort of comments from people that you work with yeah i get comments like that all the time and uh, just people that i run into socially even in conversations that i have you know general uh, daily life oh, I don't really think that I'd be good enough for LinkedIn. I don't think I'm professional enough. I don't wear a suit. Um, so it's always, yeah, those kind of comments that I get. And I, one of my sort of original sort of mantra sort of statements was everyone deserves a seat at the LinkedIn table. And whether you are really high up um, CEO, uh, professional, whether what industry you're in, whatever you work as, if you do a job that you love and you do it in a professional way, then you're professional in in my mind. So that's what I wanted to kind of bring to LinkedIn and to reduce the barriers that people have, um, you know, for joining in conversations and to having a profile. Everyone um, should have a profile. They they should be. It's not a case of being allowed to have one or being good enough to have one I think that's everyone's right to have one and if they whatever they want to talk about if they want to talk about their family if they want to talk about what charities they support if they want to talk about their business and sell fine talk about whatever you want it's your profile and you know you should be able to do what the hell that you want with it yeah absolutely well said well said Jessica I like Mm -hmm. that so um what Ah, so people, of course, it, it's hard work, isn't it, to keep up with being visible? Okay, so I mean, that's just hard work for all of us. Because you know, if we're not a, if we're not part of a bigger company, we haven't got a marketing team of this, a social media team of this, that, the other. Um, we're, we're either doing it all ourselves, or we're lucky enough to perhaps have someone like yourself on board to to help us. But it's still, you know, it, it can feel like a massive sure can't it and what would you say was the trick to sort of alter that 
attitude if you like or to help with that because it's demotivating you're not going to do it if it feels like a chore yeah i think uh, people have lots of different boundaries don't they as to how much they can actually cope with because it's a case of sometimes i think it's you know be careful what you wish for you want to get engagement and then suddenly you've got over 100 comments that you've got to reply to and then you've got the dinner to make you've got the children to put to bed you've got actual client work which is paying the bills so it can be very very tricky and i think everyone's journey is is different on linkedin um mine was really really busy at first i think when you're building your network and you're building your profile and you're you know you're building that place at the linkedin table and it can take quite a long time um and i think Posting daily can be really, really hard and it, that can be out of reach for a lot of people because they can't cope with that much, you know, online interaction. I think to give yourself a boost and to post a good few times a week while you're building up, if you're new to link, LinkedIn and you want to build up. So would you say on that, on a very practical basis, so I've got this slight um, obsession now with posting every day, well, not, not actually generally at the weekends, um although there's nothing wrong with posting at the weekends but i give myself a bit of a break but you don't have to do it every day do you what would you say guideline wise no i mean i can't do it every day now just because i am so busy with yeah. actual you know real work um in real life and mm. um, so if at least you can post um a few times a week you know two or, then two or three say, to even i suppose is it the consistency that perhaps matters rather than the quantity yeah i think being consistent is the most challenging thing i think on linkedin and you you see yourself examples of, of people who do so well who are so consistent um, like our good friend john lord john John Asperian listeners, <laughs> you might have heard his name come up occasionally yes and he is yeah. You know, one he's one of the most consistent people I've I've ever seen on LinkedIn, and he he does extremely extremely well. He's he's an an absolute guru, and so I think a few times a week is well enough. And it depends how much you enjoy it as well, because if you're post, you know, if you're doing a, a post in the evening, say on a Thursday evening or or Friday evening, if you don't have much social life going out and say you're restricted and, and you stay in because you have young, young children or because you don't enjoy that and you like to talk to people online then you've got um you know you're a step ahead because you enjoy that and every time that you comment or every time that you engage with people then you're raising your profile other people are sitting in front of a computer screen all day and they've had enough in the evening and they don't want to do it so you know they might have a different timetable so it depends what your preferences are what you like to do and if it starts becoming a chore then i think it's time to rein it in so i would never push linkedin and say that you have to be on there 24 7 because i believe you know in healthy balances and we all have to have that balance otherwise something's going to give that's oh that's yeah that is very very sound very wise advice actually and i think the enjoyment factor is is crucial and i guess even for people who aren't maybe natural uh, outward communicators i mean for me it's kind of a bit of a no-brainer because it's sort of fit it fits with 
it fits with just me to to be doing videos and stuff like that but i absolutely like you said would never say to somebody that's what you should be doing because what you should be doing is what feels right for you and i guess the trick therefore is to is to get those kind of um i think it works quite well what do you think about series because if people sometimes can can really think to themselves oh i'm fascinated by xyz so I'm, I'm going to really dig into this and I'm going to do a series. And that way, it, it, that could be quite a motivating thing to do for, for you and obviously interesting for people watching it. Well, what's your thought? Right, so we've got, we've got these options. We've got series. Um, we've got, well, number one, we've got video. We've got articles. We've got short, you know, few liner posts. We've got series we've got um documents um any any tips on how to use all these sort of things that you can do it depends on your style i guess um you're always going to lean towards the thing that you are best at and with me personally um that would be writing so i lean towards more text-based posts they get a lot of views anyway um, the documents do well and articles less so get less views uh, video can do really really well and but it depends on your own energy levels whether you're um that's, what a, dramatic, your that's a dramatic yeah. pause jessica <laughs> <laughs> what your what your personality chooses really and yeah i see um sort of writers on on linkedin and they they um, produce a lot of text-based posts and they just don't like doing video because it just takes too much of their energy and i can i relate to that as well because i'm more of an introvert than an extrovert so harder for me to talk more and it takes more energy and so it's easier for me to write and i see a lot of people online uh, say that as well writers and things like that well, I think it's important also to think about your audience because they might not want to read um, text-based posts, even though that's your preferred style and that's what you prefer to do. You've got to think about what others need as well. So I think it's good to do a, a mixture of content. And I think LinkedIn also will push you along and uh, crack the whip when you have done 10 or more uh, text-based posts you'll see the views go slightly down and you'll get less engagement. So it's a case of, right, come on, you've got to mix it up now, do a document or do a video or put a, a image on or a photo or something like that. So I think LinkedIn is a bit of a taskmaster and she will definitely crack the whip and make <laughs> sure that you mix things up a bit uh, for your audience. Yeah. So, so on that, how much should we be thinking about you know the the dashboard on our linkedin profiles if people haven't discovered it yet um you know you can go and see the graph of up and down and engagement and stuff and i'm not i'll, I'll leave this to you jessica because i really am not in any way an expert on this but you know people talk a lot now about algorithms and all of that malarkey and you know in, oh so many comments so many views that it, what's what's your feeling on how people should approach that because again that can be a thing that really puts people off yeah it depends what you're into really and if you're into the numbers or if you're not into the numbers then i think just go with 
with how you view it. If you are getting the interaction, if you're getting business, if you're meeting new people and opportunities, then it's working for you. But if you do like the numbers, then it's always good to dig into that. You can record things manually using spreadsheets if that's something that you enjoy. You can use an external app. Um, there's one called Shield app, Shield Analytics, which you can attach to your profile. And then you can analyze statistics for each of your posts and for your profile. So you can track as to the changes that you're making, how it's affecting your profile views and your content, how your engagement is going, what hashtags you're using. And there's all sorts of uh, data that you can uh, drill down to. So it depends, depends on what you enjoy and what spurs you on as well, because people get motivated by the numbers, people get motivated by seeing the trends and the graphs. And other people, you know, not interested at all, just get me online, get me engaging with people and 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 it's happy. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd be one yeah. of the, I'd be one of the latter, um, which won't surprise you. Um, but the thing is, though, also, I guess, is not to be. This is a Grace Jones song, not to be slave to the algorithm. Yeah, uh, That's good. <laughs> don't be a slave because people get really demotivated, don't they? When they say, oh, I only got so many views. I only got so many. But it's not always. I, I'll give you an example, and mm. you must have this. This must happen a lot. Um, so, a client I'm working with at the moment had never commented on any of my posts, but this person had just mm. been quite happily, just clearly following me and just yeah. taking in this, that, that. And, and when they contacted me, they actually said, I just like your vibe. So, I, I, I know you could be helpful to me. And I just like your vibe. So I think that that's a big that's a big thing. You might not don't get demotivated if you haven't got thousands of views. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, lurkers can be behind the scenes and and watching you and reading what you've got to say and seeing how you interact with people and they'll be you know weighing you all and they might not talk to you but as you say. It could be weeks, it could be months, they might be putting you up for a project or they might have you earmarked to be a coach or you know whatever it is that you do. So if you're not getting um, hundreds of comments, if you're not getting you know thousands and thousands of views, then yeah, not to get too hung up on it. Um, talk to someone who knows, get advice, get feedback I would uh, about content, get some tips, go to, um, a smarty pants profile and have a look and see if there's any advice that could help um, and obviously if you're not um, meeting people if you're not making connections and you're not talking to people about what you want to talk to them about which your objective if you're not finding clients then obviously that you know some tweaks might need to be made need to change change the network up um, and you know make the right changes until until it's working for you but that's why I called it the, um, it's one of my hashtags, the um, algorithm a jig. So that was to kind of reduce. Say that it. again, the algorithm. Uh, algorithm a jig. Oh, yeah. Like a thingy ma jig, but it's an nice. algorithm a jig. <laughs> so it kind of reduces that scariness of 
of that word because I think people can see it as something that's very techy, scientific, it's very elusive and something that they don't understand. So when that's mentioned or a hack about the algorithm or secrets and things like that, people just flock towards it and think it's going to be the answer to their, to their problems. Uh, but usually it isn't. <laughs> usually it's a, a clever marketer. So I tried to explain the sort of algorithm in simple terms, what I do know about it. I don't, don't know if anyone knows 100% the exact algorithm on any given day of LinkedIn. And I think we would be absolutely crazy to, to think that we could, unless we're, we are um, an algorithm controller. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it's good just to just just to see how you're feeling on there. You know yourself, how you're doing, and and not to worry about about the algorithm jig. <laughs> I love that. Okay, yeah, so, uh, I love words like that. Mm -hmm. um, so with the um, with the drills getting ever louder in the background, um, <laughs> which, there might be a few sound issues, but I think, I think I've kept it reasonably well by switching my mic on every now and then. Um, and I wanted you to do more of the talking than me anyway, so that's exactly how it should be. As we wrap up, would you, have you, <laughs> I always hesitate to say the top tips word, but, yeah. but are, there any, um, are there any little pointers that you want to share? I mean, but I, I think the, the central message is absolutely sound, which is things like don't do it just because, you know, and, and you know, and don't go against your natural rhythms and, uh, you know, enjoy it um, and be you and all of those things. I mean, those to me are, are the, the, the real core foundations. And then and then just learn a, a bit more about what you've got available to you, I guess, on LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, I would say read, read information that's out there, read the tips from the profiles that are genuine, try, try to steer clear of, of people who are, who are trying to uh, maybe take advantage of, you know, you being new on LinkedIn and trying to, you know, get you involved in things that, that might not be the best for, for you and your profile. And not to not to feel scared to comment on people's posts and to contribute because people actually want you to want you to contribute want you to comment and try as much as possible in the beginning if you are nervous about engaging with people try and use positive comments something that is going to add to it and when you do get more confident maybe then you can disagree with the person who's posting <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, there, yeah and there are really interesting ways to disagree actually one little thing that i did a while ago was i really disagreed with something on the set and i thought stop trisha stop 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 don't get drawn into what could become a little all a little bit antagonistic on this on this thread so mm. i actually just took the core of this message and i wrote my own post uh, without dissing anybody naming anybody or anything but on that topic and how i saw it differently yeah yeah that's good that's a good tip you can you can take the comments that you're writing um, on other people's posts and turn it into you know your own content and then you will attract the people who 
um, you know, think it's interesting or agree or you know want to add something further and then you can build build your profile that way exactly um, top yeah. things for top things for beating the algorithm i didn't think i would say that but there are little things that we can do one of the most popular um tips is don't include external links to other sites so um, linkedin wants to keep you there on the platform and engaging and and not running away to another site so if you are posting uh, a link then you can put it in a comment or edit the post and add it afterwards that's a good one yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's a, that's a, that's that is a really good tip because i was doing that i was sending people all over the place with with links until i until i realized that uh, yeah it, it's a sneaky little uh, workaround isn't it edit it and then and then put the link in yeah um, yeah but yeah yeah it is a good one um so in, where do, so I, I think there's no question that seeking uh, the input of somebody who really has been on this journey and knows the ins and outs and can be supportive, not just not just someone who's going to give you a load of, you know, these are the top 10 things to do. Do them. <laughs> we don't want that. But someone like yeah. you, Jessica. So where would people get in touch with you? I guess it would be on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that your favourite place to communicate? Yeah, uh, LinkedIn is fine. Um, send a DM there or you can um, go to my website, which is jessicajonesonline.com. jessicajonesonline.com. Brilliant. Um, and anything else you want to share um, before we wrap up? Yeah, um, yeah, just uh, connect. Um, oh, no. Follow me on LinkedIn and yeah, I look forward to your comments on, on my content and look forward to seeing your content as well. That's what I usually say when I connect with people and good luck on your journeys on LinkedIn Love or as I call it, Linky Dink. Linky Dink. <laughs> yeah, you see, you're allowed to do that. It doesn't make you an unprofessional person. Yeah. Listeners out there, you are allowed to use silly language. I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much. Um, stay safe in the Isle of Man. And um, we will continue, because we do anyway, communicating on, on, on LinkedIn, because that's how we met each other. Hey, you know, that's yeah. how it works. So brilliant. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thanks so much for having me. An absolute pleasure. Yes! Take action. Try this one small step. So if you're new to LinkedIn and you're not that motivated by the idea, now's the time to start properly exploring it. Really go for a hunt around and realise it's not quite what you thought it was. If you've been on there a little while and are demotivated by the lack of engagement, look and see why is that? Is it because you're not being you? You're, you're not enjoying it and you're not communicating with others on it, as in contributing to their posts. And remember, mix it up a bit. Do what feels best for you, whether you're writing, video, whatever, but then stretch yourself a little bit out of those comfort zones by mixing it up a bit because the algorithms rather like that. Enjoy and be you. Main tip.
lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never be ready.